Thank you for listening to this message from Tree of Life Church. Our prayer is that it will be a blessing to you and that you will find it helpful for life. So open up your heart to receive God's word for you. Amen. All right, get your Bibles out. Turn to 2 Corinthians for me. As I said, special service, we do this at the beginning of the year, January, February time, and we take two weekends, and I call them our go messages, G for generosity, which is this morning. We're going to look and see what your serving, loving, and giving enabled us to do in fulfilling the purpose and vision God has for Tree of Life Church. Uh, Next week, we'll take a look at the O and go being opportunity. What does 2015 look like? What do we feel God is speaking to us as a church and how can you be involved in that and fulfilling the vision and purpose God has given for Tree of Life? And again, let me say this, that every church is unique. There are things that we're all to be about, I believe, and then God has unique giftings and callings on specific churches, not to be compared with anybody else, whether it be size or mission, but we wanna do at the end of the day what God has asked us to do, amen? We want to be a tree of life to a lost and hurting world. And a lot of that will be just based on uh, who he uh, created us to be when the church was founded in the heart of our founding pastor. Um, that continues on in the heart of myself. And then the location where God has brought us out to I-35. You realize that we're not on I-35 by accident and we didn't get lucky. <laughs> that was by God's divine design, amen? <clears throat> and that speaks to a lot to who we are and what God has for us to do. But it doesn't just happen, just because you have a big vision doesn't mean it's gonna come to pass. It takes faithful and obedient men and women to carry it out, amen? And so your faithfulness and obedience in 2014 has enabled us to do some amazing things. And I want you to open up and receive that. If you uh, have prayed in any capacity, served in any capacity, given your tithes and offerings in any capacity, then you have really done something significant for the kingdom of God. I believe this, God, the scripture says, God established the local church. And Jesus says, I will build my church. It's his church, not man's. And man puts his own twist on it, unfortunately, things of that sort. But it is Jesus' church. He created the local church. He gave his life for the local church. He empowered and equipped the local church so we could come together as family, pool our resources together, our gifts and abilities, and have greater impact on this world for him, amen? And so that's the beauty of a family and coming together. And so that's what we are enabled to do with all of you coming together with your gifts, your love, your praying, your serving. Uh, your generosity, and so a lot of great things have happened. But I wanna look at this passage real, real quick in 2 Corinthians 8. I love it, and it speaks to generosity. And so let's go ahead and start reading. Well, I'm gonna read verse one through 12, and then we'll get into the report, if you will. Let's, let's start reading in verse one. And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given to the Macedonian churches. Macedonian churches were a group of churches in a Macedonian region. Uh, They were the church uh, at Philippi, uh, Thessalonica, and Berea. So it's a group of small churches. And Paul is writing this to the church at Corinth, the Corinthian church. The Corinthian church at that day was probably the biggest, most powerful, most wealthy, most influential church, maybe on the planet at that moment in time. And so he's writing to them about these three small churches. So I want you to keep that in mind as we read through this. It says, in the midst of a very severe trial, these three churches are having just difficult times. Uh, Trial being, you know, had an economic downturn. There are just a lot of things happening in their lives. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy, that's interesting. You mean in the midst of a severe trial, they had joy, much less overflowing. And their extreme poverty, you don't see those things packaged together very often. If you have extreme poverty, you're probably not experiencing overwhelming joy. Here's a lesson for all of us to learn, amen? 
We're not moved by tests and trials, are we? But only by the word of God. And our joy is our strength and it comes from the Lord, amen? Not this world or this world's economy. So we can be in extreme poverty and man's estimation lack, but we can still have the joy of the Lord that will sustain us and carry us on. And the result of that is this, it welled up in rich generosity. So that tells me some powerful things. It doesn't matter how much you have, it matters what you do with what you have. And so if, the, if God is your God, even in the midst of extreme poverty, you can have overwhelming joy knowing he is more than enough and you can be generous. In the midst of extreme poverty, you should have a, an expression of generosity because God's God, amen? Either you believe it to be true or not. And so uh, I love this story, let's keep going. <clears throat> For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability they gave as much as they're, it's like, we're not asking you to, he's like, I'm not, we weren't asking them to do something that they didn't have the resources to do. Just do what you can do. And here's what happens. Anytime you do what you can do, God does something. So it's interesting to me, they gave as they were able, and that phrase, and beyond their ability, you know what that means? The supernatural came in on their behalf. How are you able to do anything beyond your ability? By his ability. How are you able to do anything beyond the natural? By operating the supernatural. God's expectation from you and I is not an amount per se, it speaks to you, what are you doing with what you have? And he says that he will do always do his part. And, and then it says that entirely on their own, next verse, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the Lord's people. And basically what Paul's saying is, listen, there was needs abounding in the church and, and what Paul was doing. And he says, here's a group of people, these three churches, that didn't have a whole lot, were in extreme poverty, had all kinds of difficult circumstances, and yet they did what they were able, they did it with joy, and God came in supernaturally to help them. And then it says that they entirely did that on their own. No one had to tell them, no, had to, no one had to coax them, guilt them, manipulate them, twist their arm. They did that on their own. And it says they pleaded, they pleaded. Go back, if you would, please. It says they, they pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this. And basically what that means was at that time, Paul was saying, hey, Macedonian churches, don't worry about it. Why don't you guys just sit this one out a little bit? I mean, just do what you can do and don't worry about it. And they were like, no, we don't want to miss out on what God's doing here. Don't, don't, don't excuse us from what's happening. We want to be a part of that. It says they pleaded with Paul to still be a part of what was going on. I love the heart of these three churches. And so as a, and sharing in the service of the Lord's people, let's go on now. And they uh, exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord and, and then by the will of God also to us. Goes on to say this. So we urged Titus just as he had earlier made a beginning to bring also a completion, this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, now at the Corinthian church, but Corinthian church, powerful, wealthy, have everything anybody can want, biggest church on the planet, you excel in everything in faith, in speech, in knowledge, and in complete earnestness. You want to do some things. And in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. See, it wasn't about how much they had. And for the other churches, it wasn't about what they didn't have. It was about what they did with what they had. Amen? And he's also saying, you, are, you earnestly want to do good things. And he's going to tell them, but don't just have good intentions because good intentions just don't help people. All right? I mean, we have a lot of good intentions, but it doesn't do anybody good until you act on that. 
And he goes on to say this, you wanna excel in the grace of giving. I am not commanding you, but I wanna test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others, or these three churches. I wanna see how they're operating. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake, because there was a need, he became poor. He invested in you so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. He invested in you what he could, what he had, so that you would be better off. So everything matters, no matter how big, how small, it really is about what you're able to do for the sake of other people. And he goes on to say this. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year you were first not only to give, but also have the desire to do so, last year. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. He says, again, I know you want to do this, you're willing, you're eager to do it, so do it. Bring it to completion. Again, good intentions don't help anybody. But when you do what's in your heart to do, you don't just need intentions, you need to initiate the act of giving or generosity. And it says not necessarily according to your means just because you can, but because you, because you love God and you wanna help somebody and God's with you when you do it. Again, it's not talking about the amount, he's talking about what are you doing with what you have? And he's talking about offerings here. And let's finish this out, the next verse says this. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. So if we just all do what we can with what we have, it will result in rich generosity, amen? And it will be a blessing and help other people. So I want you to know the report that we're bringing this morning is not just uh, based on good intentions, it's actually people giving out of what you have. Don't worry about what you do have, do what you can do, that's what he's saying. And God loves that. And when you do what you're able to do, a dollar, a million dollars, when you do what you're able to do, God comes in and provides the supernatural in your life and in providing for what's needed, amen? So think about this. If we all just continue to do what we're able to do, think of the things we could do. We ain't seen nothing yet. I believe you're gonna hear a great report, not from a a proud standpoint. I'm, I'm proud of what the church has done, but all for the glory of God, amen? What we did is for the glory of God, what you enabled us to do. We only can do as much as you enable or empower us through giving of your tithes and offerings. What do tithes and offerings go for? This and what you'll hear in just a moment. We're not here to build a castle, we're here to build a kingdom, amen? God's kingdom. It takes all of us doing our part, again, no matter how big or how small, if we do what we are able to do, God will bring the exceedingly abundantly beyond that, amen? And so we see that in the results is what you're gonna see. So our mission as a church, the Great Commission, is what we're about, all churches are about, and that's to go on all, all the world, go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news, amen? Preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, see him recover, cast out devils in his name, amen, baptize him in the name of the Father and the Holy Ghost, and help people have a life change, impact their lives, that's the Great Commission, that's what we're all to do. So how do we do that? Well, we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit to do that, Acts 1.8 says that you'll, be, you'll go to Jerusalem and wait. The Holy Spirit will come and you'll be empowered to do, be my witnesses on the earth in Jerusalem. That's local area, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. That's the region, the nation, and the ends of the earth. So we see the Great Commission, what we're to be about as a church. It looks different somewhat for every church because of the church's unique call. And then he tells us that he's gonna empower us to do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. And here's where. We need to be involved locally in our area. We need to be involved in our nation, region and nation, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and we need to be involved in the ends of the earth. All at the same time, do you get the picture there? 
all at the same time. You are, Tree of Life is involved in local things, regional things, and things around the world. So we are following the biblical model. These aren't just good ideas, these are God ideas, amen, as he leads and directs us. And your generosity enables us to do that. And we do as much as we can with your generosity. And so I wanna take a look at first at the Jerusalem part. What does that look like here? What did 2014 look like? I I can't bring the report in its entirety per se. We'd have to do a whole series of weeks and weeks and weeks on it for because of, it's just a happen in place. But I wanna give you some highlights of what took place in 2014 here at Tree of Life. So I wanna start with a little highlight video. So let's take a look at the screen. Amen. So much more, but there's a little bit of a highlight, some of the highlights of the year. So much more. Again, you're making a difference in this community and the surrounding area and giving people an opportunity to come to a safe place and experience the life, love, and power of God. And we believe many of you have come from these different events, but God gave us this campus for a reason. And we're trying to steward it, every inch of it, for the kingdom of God in any way that we can to be a blessing and just let people know that there's a church, a group of people that love God and love them. And so a great things have happened. You saw then there at the end, we started our building project, our expansion of our uh, children's ministry slash multi-purpose ministry. It's gonna be used for a lot of things, a lot of great things. I'll share more about that next week. But we're taking a look at Jerusalem and so much more has been done here because of what God's provided and your generosity enables that to happen. We've had concerts in here. We had, uh, if you can remember building 429, we packed the building out, Tim Hawkins, we filled the building up with that, and, and we even let the Aggie Choir come in. So I don't know if I'll do that again, but that was a tough one, right? Just, just because, I don't know, you know, just because. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it was a wonderful thing, and our heart in all that is, again, just to be able to use what God has given us to just serve the people, serve the community. So it's been a blessing. Uh, things like New Braunfels Independent School District has had uh, all their employees beginning and ending of the school year here. We have Upwards Basketball uh, here. Uh, they're actually their award ceremony. Uh, the Comal County Sheriff's Department is out doing skills testing on our property. The, the police department, the fire department come out and do things. Several kids fishing events in our, on our ponds. And just remember, it's catch and release. <laughs> uh, the, the, sur- the serve ministry, outdoor ministry, just restocked it. So catch and release. Amen. We've had car shows, uh, special needs workshops, and on and on and on it goes. I could spend the rest of the the service today sharing all the things that your generosity enables us to do. Uh, Your tithing. Why tithe? Well, number one, to be obedient to God. That's our core belief here. And then your offerings enables us to do all that and touch the hearts and lives of people. One of the things that I love about our ministry that we're able to do here at Tree of Life is through the Family Life Center. We established the Family Life Center many years ago. We intended just to participate in a particular event or take oversight, rather, of a particular event. And lo and behold, God dropped that in our hearts to go beyond. And ever since, we've continued to develop a Family Life Center, which is a real blessing in this area and the community. In fact, it really is a, a place that other organizations then participate and send their money and resources to and out of of the Family Life Center established here at Tree of Life, then it's able to distribute resources to all over the community and to Comal County and the surrounding areas. It really has uh, the, the impact and the power, the influence of the Family Life Center has increased exponentially because of the vision and its leadership. We're so grateful for that. And I want to let you know <clears throat> some of the things that it does. In, and you saw in the uh, video, the Thanksgiving outreach, the Family Life Center helps coordinate all that and facilitate uh, boxes of food to 525 families. And that's food for roughly one to two weeks, not just a Thanksgiving meal. Uh, the following uh, week after the distribution, we are partnering with the 
Thanksgiving uh, meal group here in New Braunfels, we actually hosted a thousand people having Thanksgiving meal, um, Thanksgiving meal here on our campus and 500 meals picked up and another thousand delivered here. The Family Life Center helps orchestrate all that. Uh, we work with communities and schools for school supply drives. So you can see our influence has gone through public school systems to uh, law enforcement and first responders. Uh, to, uh, we had uh, one of our city councilmen in this area has had two of his meetings here with all the people in his district so, and, and to government. So God has really blessed us. Your giving and, and serving allows us to make inroads into all the pillars of our area to bring influence and change in our culture. Amen. It's so extremely vital for that. I, there's so many other things to share, but let me just share a couple of the awards. I'm really proud of our Family Life Center and how they do and manage and operate and the difference that they're making. Here's what you want. Here's what you need to know that the San Antonio Food Bank uh, awarded our Family Life Center the Golden Apple Award uh, because of their service. And the Family Life Center services, I think, 17 counties. Is that right? Or 13 counties. Amen. More than that. So we have uh, been blessed with our leadership there. The Cops and Kids New Braunfels uh, gave us a sponsor award. It's Communities and Schools, a special agency award. Uh, we have we received, the Family Life Center rather, received the McKenna Honorable Mention Award uh, for Agency of the Year, Honorable Mention Agency of the Year. And that's when all the other agencies vote. I think 53 of them or so vote on an agency and we received the Honorable Mention Award. Um, by all the others nominating the Family Life Center. San Antonio Food Bank has asked our uh, Family Life Center to sit on the Compliance and, and Compatibility Committee, which means they've asked our leadership to sit on their committee that helps determine uh, problems and needs and how to address them. And that's a great honor to do that. And they've also received the Pursuit of Excellence Award for the IRS. Come on, that's a good one right there, amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord for that, integrity. That's a good thing, amen. Let me just share a little bit from the Family Life Center statistics. And again, um, these resources all come from so many organizations. That's the beauty of it. The Family Life Center is able to leverage influence with all a bunch of churches and, and organizations here to maximize resources. And so it's been great in doing that. Uh, they're not there to get the credit. We're not there to get the credit. God gets the glory, amen. We're there to partner to better the, the life in our area and through the life, love, and power of God and partnering with other people. So let's share a few of those statistics with you that we have. We have managed to serve uh, this year uh, over, you can see almost 4,300 uh, families. That's a conservative number there, but you can see the numbers in New Braunfels over 3,300 and it's again 1,000. If you'll remember, we did start a family life center in Seguin and it is growing tremendously. And so we're believing God for some more increase there. Uh, you can see that in monetary assistance that in New Braunfels, they've been able to help facilitate distribution of over 135,000 and in Seguin over 36,000, totaling over $172,000 of assistance in 2014 was facilitated through the Family Life Center. Amen, helping people in need. That's amazing. That's awesome. Your generosity and, and helps us do that. Uh, let's go to the next one. It would be rental assistance, people needing um, some help there. And both in Braunfels and Seguin, you can see almost $106,000 helping people. And, and let me just say this, there's some pretty strict criteria to be awarded these resources. Uh, they are very good stewards over there in the Family Life Center. And so they do a good job. They have a process by which people come in and they're able to help them. So they, they steward it extremely well. Let's talk about utility assistance for people that find themselves in a need in, in a bind. Over 42,000 New Braunfels and Seguin there in dollars. And then let's look at the next one. 
<clears throat> it would be just other assistance, which could be prescription or fuel or things of that sort. It could come out of here, so over $10,000, uh, maybe even childcare if someone has a job interview or just find themselves in a real bind and we're helping them get employment or things of that sort. So they do so much more. Again, we could spend more than one service on all that they do, but you help that be possible through your generosity and through your great place to serve, by the way, and through your giving of your tithes and offerings, that they're able to facilitate that. Uh, let me give you one of my favorite uh, statistics here at the Family Life Center. Um, is a Christmas outreach program. We just finished that up. Many of you generously gave and bought gifts and delivered gifts, but we facilitated gift giving for over 792 families, totaling over 1,904 kids. Amen. Uh, come on, give a big shout out for that one. Received a Christmas. It's amazing. Almost 2,000, almost 2,000 kids and under-resourced families are blessed during the Christmas season because of the generosity of people like you and the Family Life Center helping facilitate the distribution of all that. Um, here we go. Let's give us another statistic here. I love this one. You know, we talk about uh, the first Sunday of the month, Outreach Sunday. How important is it to go get those green bags or you don't need a green bag, but just to bring food in and put it in the bins for our food pantry? How important is our garden? Our garden produced over 2,000 pounds of fresh produce this year, but we were able to distribute to the Family Life Center this year over 106,000 pounds of food that people in need. Amen. That's 53 tons. 53 tons. Amen. Through the food distributions we do, we purchase food, we, you bring items in so much, and our food pantry people come every day almost, and then uh, we have an opportunity as we grow up our produce. So it's amazing what it's done, and they facilitate all, a lot of that. Let me give you the last statistic I think is an extremely powerful one. The Family Life Center works with Incomal County. I don't know if you know this, but 20 churches work with the Family Life Center. Come on, church. I'm a pastor, and I know that pastors don't do that a whole lot, sadly. There's a lot of churches that that is their food. They, they, they sponsor every month. They give to the Family Life Center every month and send their people over here for benevolence and things like that. So we're blessed to live in a community that 20 churches will work together to do that. It's all over, uh, overseen by, facilitated by our Family Life Center team. 53 organizations, nonprofits, and other groups help participate in the outreaches and activities. That's amazing the influence the Family Life Center has to network with over 20 churches and 53 organizations within this area for the good of people in need. The scripture says, feed the poor, clothe the naked, amen? Help give the thirsty something to drink, give shelter to people, amen? We're doing what the Bible says in a great way. So we're thankful for all that you do. You're making a difference, and you can see in Seguin, again, we're working on building more inroads with those churches and other organizations, and so God is really moving and working, and I'm so thankful for your generosity enabling us to do that. And there's so many other things when we talk about in the area, but let's switch gears and move on to past the Jerusalem, our immediate area, to Judea, Samaria, which would be our region, our state, our nation. And God has us positioned in different ministries to help them what they're doing around the country, and we so invest into those and what they do, and also is attributed to our account where we participate in what they're doing. So there's a, uh, one organization in particular, the Champions Network, that we've been involved for several years now, and I just love it. They do great things around the country, and this last year, uh, it's Joel Osteen had a big night of hope in San Antonio. You might remember that, but we help sponsor and serve in that one in particular. We do as he does. He's around the country. We need to be involved around the nation, and then we help other churches as they are growing or expanding or launching or planting in other nationwide ministries. Let's take a look, uh, a look at a quick highlight video. Hey, 
Tree Life. This is Pastor Don. We are on the floor of the Alamo Dome where the Night of Hope just wrapped up. What a full house it was tonight, packed out. Thousands came to the Lord. We so appreciate your generosity, not just giving to make this happen, but also serving. We have a lot of staff here and a lot of volunteers from Tree Life making it happen, about 70 of them. Thank you so much for our heart for the loss and for being involved in the harvest. You truly do make a difference in being a Tree Life to a lost and burning world. God bless you. We love you. Pastor Don, Pastor Destiny, uh, Tree of Life Church, we just would like to say a big thank you. Shane and Sandy here with Elevate Family Church, and we just want to say thank you. Yeah, we're so excited that we launched Elevate Family Church on October 26th, and it really is incredible to see what God's done in just a short amount of time. In less than 90 days, we've seen over 40 people give their hearts and make a commitment to serve Jesus Christ for the rest of their lives. We all, we also have seen 42 people be a part of the dream team to make Elevate Family Church Sunday morning service um, uh, run and operate. And so they truly are finding their purpose and their gift and their talent and using it for the Lord. Yeah, we've had some full testimonies come in. I know one family, um, the spouses weren't raised in church and they weren't raising their kids in church and they found the Elevate Family Church came to church and committed their lives to Christ and now feel like they have a purpose and they have a family and they belong. It's a really exciting thing to experience. Thank you for helping us launch. Thank you for helping launch a brand new life-giving church. And so you all truly do play a role in everybody that's come to know Jesus and all the lives that have been changed. So thank you. Yeah, Tree of Life. You really are a tree of life to a lost and hurting world. And we're seeing that right here in Marble Falls, Granite Shoals, Kingsland, the whole Highland Lakes area. So thank you very much. Amen. Great. I love that. I love it. You know, that Idaho and San Antonio, we invested financially heavily in that and uh, 70 plus volunteers went. I just want you to know that we have a lot of people in our church that have found us through the Champions Network, through Joel Osteen's ministry. He does a great job in getting people saved and loves connecting with local churches. In fact, I can't remember where my wife and I, we were at some place and we ran into a Tree of Life family, came up, introduced themselves. I said, well, how'd you hear about Tree of Life? And they said, well, we were in the Alamo Dome there that night of hope and saw that you were there from a church in New Braunfels and we've been coming ever since. So great things are happening even around our area. Uh, Pastor Shane and Sandy have been doing a good job. Come on, three months, 40 people coming to Christ. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you, we have a part of that. We sent them out and we sewed into them. We've helped them with equipment. We've helped them. We've, uh, people from our church has been so generous with their time and going and serving. We've helped them with some different things. I think they even have part of our barrel train there that they're using for kids and things of that sort. We've invested in what they're doing and you can see already the fruit of that. That's amazing. And that's attributed to your account as well. Another ministry on the west side of San Antonio, Last Chance Ministries, Pastor Jimmy Robles. He's in a really tough part of San Antonio. In fact, where his church is, is surrounded by all kinds of gangs and drug dealers, uh, 5,000 People or families live in the immediate area that are under-resourced within walking distance to his place. And so we've invested in him this year a few times, outreaches what they do and some other things church-wise there. And so it's a great ministry that he has that we've had the privilege and honor of helping provide some resources for. So we're making a difference. We're doing what the scripture says and we're able to do that because of your generosity, because of your tithing, because of giving offering, because of serving. You are really making a difference. Another ministry um, that ministers all over the nation, we have many of our members of part of the Chariots of Light, the motorcycle ministry, and some of them travel great distances to the different uh, crusades and rallies, the, the bike rallies, and see 
thousands, literally thousands have come to the Lord in their journeys with the chariots of light. And again, several of our members are involved with doing that. And we invest in them at times when we can. And then they in turn take the gospel to people at these rallies and people get saved. You really, we don't even know the extent of the lives that were changed. and never really will till we get to heaven. All we know is we are to do what we are able to do in the natural and God will provide the super. Amen. That's what that passage of scripture said in Corinthians. That's what we're doing, tree of life. That's what we're doing. And then it says the ends of the earth, which would be missions and around the world. And we do have a heart for the world. We always have from the very founding of Tree of Life Church from my parents, we have had a heart for the world. And I believe that uh, understanding that the need and, and the expectation from God to have a heart greater than ourselves, has a vision greater than ourselves, has been part of the lifeblood of this church and enables us to do what we do because God blesses those who bless people. God helps those who help others. When we're about what God's about, he takes care of us. And again, we do what we're able to do and then he provides. It's not, uh, we don't wait and uh, the good intentions are great. And, and I hope you have good intentions. But as Paul said to the church in Corinth, turn, turn it in, complete it then with some action. And it's not the good intentions that touch people's lives. It's the actions that touch people's lives. So it's not complete until you do something about what's in your heart to do and what you're able. And we've been able to make great impact around the world. And you'll hear more next week about some of the things that we have in the future. But I just want to give you an update. Obviously, we support heavily, are involved with, are involved with our sister church, Audible de Vida, Tree of Life in Leon, Mexico. And you've seen Pastor Jeff here many times. And so uh, he sent us a video. Actually, we have a highlight video of our summer trip. And then he sent us an update. And I'll, I'll share the details about that with you at the end of it. But let's go ahead and take a watch. Uh, take a look rather and watch what's on the screen. but we're leaving for 120. Let's go take a look. in the Colonia. We have six teams that have already gone out onto the streets carrying bags of food to hand to people, go to their homes, and just to be a blessing. And in the hopes of opening their hearts up for some prayer. Uh, behind me, you can see a team uh, at a house right now sharing the love of Christ. I believe for great results in this Colonia. Um, there is a brother that lives here uh, from Ottawa de Vida, and the hopes are that they'll start an outreach in this area. So we're helping lay the groundwork for that. And again, we're expecting to see some great results. Our first outreach is tonight. Behind me, 
they're filling 640 bags that we'll be giving away to the kids at the outreaches. 120 of which we are using for our Pretty Pretty Princess outreach.
they, what they currently have here at this location, they really don't have any bedding. They've got a, a real thin blanket, and it's winter, it's winter time now. So during the winter, it gets really cold at night. So there's, uh, obviously there's no heat, uh, and a lot of the windows here are broken, so it gets very, very cold. Blessing these kids. Thank you for partnering with us. Amen. Great job, Trila. Thank you for your heart of generosity. You're making a difference. We probably don't do enough to share all that with you, but you truly, every time you give and a tithe and offering, you're really having a great impact around the world. You're making a difference. That's why God set it up that way through the local church, because your giving then enables us to go all over the world on your behalf and, and, and be a representation of God and help lives be changed forever. This that last section of video about the orphanage, um, we had an opportunity uh, right before Christmas, uh, Jessamy and I, when the summer, had bought some Christmas ornaments, some little... Christmas ornaments, we're getting out to family and friends. We had 25 extra, so we put them on a table, if you'll remember, on a Sunday morning and said, if you give a $10 donation where that money's gonna go to help get gifts for an orphanage, well, $840 came in. You just walked by and gave money and So that, the things that you saw were paid by the $840, amen? It's, awesome. it's more than what, we thought $10 an angel, $250, but you, and, and God knew what was needed because that water tank, can you believe someone came and stole their water tank for the orphanage, but you're able to buy more than just what we initially planned and able to do some, and you're always so generous that we're able to do more than what the expected need is. So from bedding, uh, the backpacks, all that you saw there were provided for by your generosity. So thank you. And so much more, as you see that Arbel Davida is doing some great things and they are a sister church and we do provide uh, resources and participate with them. But I want to just give you a few things that, that they They've done, they were able to distribute uh, food to over 300 families throughout the year. And you saw on our trip alone, we were able to distribute 180 bags. Uh, they had three groups come and they ministered in 12 different colonias. They saw over 600 people give their lives to Christ. We saw uh, 420 just on our trip that we were on. Amen. So praise the Lord for that. That's awesome. They've had over 200 get saved at their church services this year. And I talked to Pastor Jeff the other day and he said that this week was their biggest service ever. They had 260 people in their services this weekend at the church. And he says, I don't know what to say, but we're kind of out of room. I don't have a place to put anybody else. And so I said, add a third service. <laughs> and there's just silence on the other end. I don't, I don't know why, but anyways. <laughs> 
So you're a part of making that happen. Uh, they provided new beds and mattresses for 33 uh, orphans. It said 27 on there, but we're able, because of how much you gave, to buy uh, six more and cover them and, and more bunk beds to fill their need, clothing and bedding and school supplies and kitchen supplies. Uh, you're able to provide for the outreaches. Well, they, they ministered to 150 kids at the outreaches, uh, crafts and crayons and color sheets and food and they had um, an outreach in the Colonia for moms. They, they ministered all these kids and the hope is to help the kids change life or help reach out to their mom. They had a, a meeting for moms. They started a program to work with parents and they had 80 moms show up. That's pretty incredible for down there in the Colonia. 80 moms showed up for that at the last meeting from one of the poorest colonias in the city. So it's amazing what they're able to do and they're only able to do that again through your generosity, our generosity, which comes from each and every one of you. And so many more great reports of what's happening there because of your involvement. Also in uh, the church, Audible de Vida, hosts the Rama Bible Training Center, Leon. And so this year they have 17 students in there. A Tree of Life, you're scholarshipping three of those students, the church administrator, the church children's director, and a pastor for one of the Colonia churches. So I'd love to increase our scholarship base, but you're doing great. They have four uh, Colonia churches represented, three pastors and a pastor's wife. So making great impact in the Colonia is not just going out and do outreaches, but helping train up and raise up the pastors there and equip them for ministry as they minister to the people in their area. Uh, so we also, second service, uh, you guys, we have put some more um, ornaments out there. We did not give them to the people that we told them, you're not getting your Christmas gift, we're gonna put it on the table. And they were all very gracious, go ahead. And $1,800 came in, second service, to help provide uh, equipment for the Bible school. You've helped provide a much needed equipment for the Bible school that's training and equipping those 17 students and four of those being pastors and a pastor's wife from the Colonia churches. You really are investing in the kingdom. And understand that all those people will touch lives. All those pastors will go back to their Colonial church every week and preach messages and bring hope and, and, and restoration to people and minister to them and share the good news. You have a part of that. Many of the missionaries that we do support and missions organizations certainly uh, throughout the, the year and the world and you make that possible. Uh, my wife and I had the opportunity to go this last year in 2014 to India and God just dropped a seed in our heart. We went with uh, Tim and, Jam uh, Tim and Jamra. Uh, Jim and Tamara. There you go. How about that one? Next time I see him, I'm going to call him that. <laughs> but anyway, so we went with them on a trip. They passed their faith family church. It was just a God thing. I'm going to share more about that next week. But we were sitting in a meeting. I was talking to church planters and pastors. And so uh, they had all the pastors stand up that had been persecuted. They had been put in jail or beaten for their faith. And 18 out of 44 stood up. Uh, it was just a really um, eye-opening experience for Jessamy and I. And then they said they had a need for some of those pastors need bicycles. They, they don't own vehicles, of course. And so they get around village to village on bicycles and they plant more than one church. There's numerous ones that they do and oversee. So they needed six bikes. So I jumped on that one right away and said, Tria Life will give six bikes. So we were able to give the money there at that time on your behalf. And the reason we were able to do that was because you're always so generous. And we knew that we had extra monies because of your giving enabled us just at the, at that moment when the need arose, we we're able to say, yes, we'll do that. Actually, another guy beat me. He went for the motorcycles and I was like, ah, <laughs> but anyway, so, cause I knew you'd want the motorcycles. But anyway, so it, it, the whole point is that that only happens because of your generosity. Every single one of us doing what we're able, and when we do what we're able, then God provides and takes it above and beyond, and it makes a difference around the world. So what's it all about, and why do that, and what difference does it make? It touches people's lives and rescues them. Ultimately, the ultimate goal is that none should perish, but all should have everlasting life. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. So everything we're about helps us reach those people that don't know Christ. And through many different things, through an, an egg hunt, perhaps a safe environment for our family to come, they'll know there's a 
church that loves him to going across to India and buying a bicycle and that pastor will touch so many lives there in India. All of it matters and all of it is, is possible because of your generosity. And so what does that look like then? What are the results? Because ultimately, is that not how we judge something? It's by the fruit the scripture says. And the ultimate fruit is the fruit that remains in that souls and people's lives for eternity. So I wanna report to you this morning the results of your generosity and all the things that you saw with betting and those things are great, but those are tools to open people's hearts up to the good news. So we were able, to the best of our calculations, this is a, a, a conservative estimate, touch and change, help change the lives and bring uh, them to the knowledge of Christ with over 1,843 people directly through our ministry here at Tree of Life Church last year. Amen? That's awesome. 1,843. That's amazing. And that's here in our main services and just our Sunday morning, Wednesday night, and our children's services, VBS, our youth services, our mission trip that we went on. And that's not counting all the other ministries like those that serve in the chariots of light and the thousands that they've touched, Audubon de Vida and the, and the more that they've touched and the, and the night of hope that they go all around the nation and, and get thousands led to the Lord. It's not even counting those. Those are those that have been right here directly with us, not necessarily even the ones that we support around the world, which we get that credit to our count as well. But let me say this, we're always moving on. And as Pastor Ken said, you ain't seen nothing yet for 2015. Well, that was that way in 2013. We knew 2014, we hadn't seen anything yet. So let me tell you that the souls that were changed, the lives that were changed this year, the 1,843 is 620 more, 621 more than 2013 than the previous year. Come on, how many many know that's amazing? That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's what it's about. That's why we give. Why do you get up there and, and talk about money and take up offerings right there for 1,843 people's lives to be changed? and seed to be planted in so many thousands of more that we'll leave that up to God. God will get the increase, amen. That's why we do it. That's why you give. That's why it's so important. Everything you have. Remember we talked about that story. It didn't matter how much you had or, or, or how little you had. It's what you did with what you had that God looks at. And so I wanna encourage you, be, be consistent in your giving and, and your tithes and offerings. So be generous as you can in your offerings and let God be God and, and let him uphold you in his promises, which he says he will do and you can always trust God. But there are more lives to touch and more things to do and you truly are a tree of life to a lost and hurting world. And I'm gonna close with this scripture here, Proverbs 11:24 says this. What does this next year look like for us? What, what's gonna happen here? It says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. Amen? I'm gonna claim that one. We're a generous church, and God's gonna expand our world, our vision, even greater to reach more people. Why? Because he knows he can trust us. Amen? So as we continue to be generous, as you are generous as an individual, as you are generous as a family, and you have things you want to do, God's gonna expand your world. Amen? You're gonna, your world's gonna expand larger and larger, but the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. And so let's make sure that we are growing ourselves and growing the kingdom of God. I know this, God is a good and faithful God. And he is, a, a, he is faithful to the, the vision and purpose of Tree of Life. You can trust him as you give unto God through the church. You're not giving to the church, you're giving to God through the church. And look what he can do with what you're able. And he can bring the supernatural and make it beyond our expectations. I know this, God is using those who are available. Let's position ourselves to be a vessel, a conduit of God's provision this next year like never before. Amen. We hope that you enjoyed this message. You can find more messages and information about Tree of Life Church at treeoflifechurch.org. We'd like to invite you to come visit us at 5513 IH35 South in New Braunfels, Texas, or you can watch us on live stream. Thank you again for listening.